Welcome to the river. Glad that you could join us again in our home for this uh, celebration of God's wonderful gifts of uh, His truth and His word and worship and praise. Um, the call to worship today is found in Psalm 47 as we read, Clap your hands, all you nations. Shout to God with cries of joy. How awesome is the Lord Most High, the great King over all the earth. He subdued nations under us, peoples under our feet. He chose our inheritance for us, the pride of Jacob whom he loved. God has ascended amid shouts of joy, the Lord amid the sounding of trumpets. Sing praises to God, sing praises. Sing praises to our King, sing praises. For God is the King of all the earth. Sing to Him a psalm of praise. God reigns over the nations. God is seated on His holy throne. The nobles of the nations assemble as the people of the God of Abraham. For the kings of the earth belong to God. He is greatly exalted. Let's pray. Lord, we thank You so much that we can gather for worship today. No matter what the circumstances and where we're at, Lord, we thank you that we can hear your word, that we can join in praise and lift our hearts in prayer. Lord, I thank you for all who, who um, call the river their home, whether in a virtual way on, online or uh, when we're able to meet together. Thank you, Lord, for your work in our lives through your Holy Spirit. And thank you, Jesus, as we celebrate your ascension, that you are at the Father's right hand, interceding for us, that we can be confident that whenever we come to the Lord in prayer, you really hear us. So thank you. Bless our time together in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord Most High, as we think of Jesus' ascension, the Lord raised, um, raised to glory. From the ends of the earth, from the
And as we praise him, we sing, crown him with many crowns. chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven, after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he showed himself to these men and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, 
he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So when they met together, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus, who has been taken from you into heaven, will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. The second Bible reading is from the Gospel of Luke. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, beginning at verse 44. He said to them, that Jesus said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. The Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. When he led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they stayed continually at the temple, praising God. Let's pray together. Lord, this is your word. As we think about your ascension into heaven, help us to get a grasp on what this truly means for our lives and uh, the blessings that you shower upon us. In Jesus' name, amen. As you heard in the scripture readings for today, we're celebrating the ascension, the going up into heaven of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, we confess it in the Apostles' Creed like this. The third day, he arose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, whence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. This is a great day. But in many of our churches, we say little about it, except to say it in the creed, perhaps. Now let's take a look at this event and see how Jesus, our risen Lord, ascended to heaven and blesses us. Well, first, he blesses us with the truths of his word. Notice again in verses 44 to 47 here, it says, He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, 
the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written, the Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations. Do you like looking at maps? It's become so much easier with Google or your GPS, but still, you need to know your north, south, east, and west, your left and your right to accomplish anything, even with a GPS. But think of a treasure map where the treasure is buried so many steps from a certain tree that is even more steps from a huge rock. And that can only be seen when you pull your boat to shore on a certain beach in a certain cove. Oh, how will that treasure be found unless you follow everything exactly? Well, how does that relate? Jesus, our risen Lord, has ascended to heaven and now blesses us with the truths of his word. Jesus, the Savior, was promised way back in the writings of Moses, in the writings of the Old Testament. And uh, it was such uh, an amazing thing that prophecy after prophecy was fulfilled in the coming of Jesus Christ, in all the things that he went through. For example, in Genesis 22, we see that Abraham was tested, but God provided a ram, a substitute, that was sacrificed for Isaac. Then we go to Exodus chapter 12, and the blood of a lamb was used to mark each Jewish home during the Passover and their escape from Egypt. Then we go to Leviticus and we see details of the feasts which Jesus would fulfill. There was the Passover and we see that fulfilled in the lamb sacrifice at the cross. The lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, John the Baptist said. Then there's the feast of unleavened bread, that burial where Jesus The bread of life was put in the tomb. And then the celebration of first fruits, where Jesus is the first fruits of the resurrection. We look at Numbers 21, and it speaks of a bronze snake being placed on a pole. And anyone who would look to that bronze snake would be saved, would be healed from the poisonous bites of those snakes. Jesus compares himself to that in John chapter 3. Then you look at Deuteronomy 18, and the Lord will raise up a prophet. And as you read it and study, it looks and sounds so much like Jesus. Jesus said that he was prophesied about in the prophets. Look to Isaiah 53, where we see the suffering servant and the victorious servant. We look to the Psalms, Psalm 16 and Psalm 22 where we see that Jesus, um, or the this coming Savior, is spoken about as the crucified and risen and living Savior. All of these things, you look at them and you go, boy, they speak so clearly when we look at it with eyes of faith. And we look and see how God 
had spoken these things so many years before. This is what is risen. Is, this is what is written. The Christ will suffer, rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached. Do you believe it? Do you listen to his word and all that is promised about him? Or are you filled with doubts about how could that be? Well, Jesus, our risen Lord, did that, died on the cross for you and for me. Next, we see how Jesus, our risen Lord, ascended to heaven and blesses us with the Spirit's power to share the story of Jesus Christ. The power from on high. Next Sunday is the Sunday of Pentecost, where we celebrate God giving the Holy Spirit to believers. Repentance and forgiveness of sin must be proclaimed in Jesus' name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Now let's take a look at that. The message, repentance and forgiveness of sins. I don't need to tell anyone, especially you, that our world is running away from God, the very one that all people need. And we get caught up in our own pet peeves and vain pursuits. And each one of us come to a dead end at times where we need a way out. We need a rescuer. Then comes the message that God speaks to us, that God gives this call to us through his word, through his spirit, and says, turn. God's powerful word of conviction, turn, repent, trust me. The gospel invites us as we turn to trust him and be forgiven. How are we forgiven? In Jesus' name. He substituted himself in our place. And so it is by his death, by his blood, he washes us whiter than snow and declares us forgiven and righteous in his eyes. And all this is through the power of the Spirit that he promises to give now that he has ascended to heaven. This wonderful, wonderful gift. Where does this happen? This message needs to be shared first at home. Well, he speaks about in Jerusalem, where they're at. And then it's shared in an ever-widening circle. First it's at home, and we could say with our own family. And then it's to the extended family and friends and neighbors and, these, and then to all nations, all groups of people. The word there for all nations is the one that we translate ethnic groups. So it's to all groups of people in our neighborhoods and around the world. And as we share these things, it's not a prepared speech usually, unless it's preaching like this. But we are witnesses of a life-changing event. God saving us in Jesus. And we tell others what happened. We share that we had our, our own troubles, our own sin, 
and need for a Savior. And Jesus revealed himself to us through his word and and the stories that other witnesses shared with us. And then we came to that, to see our dead end. And the Holy Spirit led us in love to trust Jesus for a new beginning, to be forgiven and made new in him. Well, thirdly, our risen Lord fills, blesses us with joy in his ascension. That's why, like the disciples, our hearts are filled with joy. In Luke 24, we continue to read there. Luke 24, we read these words. And when he led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up to heaven. And here are these words. Then they worshipped him. They praised the Lord and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they stayed continually at the temple, praising God. Like the disciples on that day, our hearts are filled with joy. When Jesus ascended, he showed that heaven is open for us. And we can believe in his promises that he has gone to prepare a place for us, as he said in in John chapter 14. Then we celebrate Jesus ascending into heaven and we know just like the disciples that he would send the gift that he promised. Power from on high, as we've already spoken about, the Holy Spirit who would live in us who would create faith in our hearts to grasp and understand the word, to go into all the world and share what we've seen and heard. He is at the right hand of the throne of God now, that scripture tells us, speaking to the Father on our behalf, so that we know in Christ we are truly forgiven. So we know God has heard our prayers and will answer in his time, in his way, in accordance with his will. And of course, he hears and answers our prayer in his love for us. We're filled with joy because he is our God, worthy of all worship, praise, glory, and honor the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, worthy, 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 or as the angels sang around the throne, holy, holy, holy. Amen. Are you missing that joy that the disciples experienced, that the angels sing about? Well, in Jesus Christ, you can know that joy because Fourthly, he blesses us with the promise that he will return. And then if we read the introduction to Luke's second book, the book of Acts, we see that Jesus, our risen Lord, who ascended to heaven, blesses us with the promise that he's coming back for us, for believers, for the church, 
for his bride. Listen to the words from Acts chapter 1 as we read these words. Verses 10 and 11, just those two verses. The disciples were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, he said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus, who has been taken from you into heaven, will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. This same Jesus will come back. Are you ready for his return? The only way to be ready is to be clean and spotless, like a bride prepared for her wedding, as he describes it, believing what he was that what he said was written, that he suffered and died for the sins of all, that he rose from the dead, and in his name, in the power of the Holy Spirit, a new life is given. In Him we are forgiven. We're washed clean by the blood of the Lamb. Of course, that goes back to the sacrificial system and things that we don't always fully understand. How can blood make us clean? But in God's wisdom and in God's way, the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, took our place. And in, by so doing, he has washed us clean. With all the stuff that's happening around us, just think, war in the Middle East and Africa, serious illness in India and beyond, famine, riots, mistrust, unbelief in some areas, and, and radical persecu persecution in others. Jesus blesses us with the promise that he is coming soon in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. A little bit of trivia. Do you know that the next feast in the Jewish calendar of, of those special events, the next feast to be fulfilled and celebrated is the Feast of Trumpets. So one day the trumpet will sound and we will be caught up with the Lord in the air to be with him forever. You know, you may never have stopped to think much about Jesus ascending, going up into heaven. But isn't it exciting to know his blessings? That he blesses us through the promises of his word, through the powerful gift of the Holy Spirit who fills our lives as we yield to him that he blesses us through understanding with joy the effects of his ascension and to know the promise that Jesus is coming back and that may be very, very soon. My friend, I invite you to drop what you're doing and pray with me for Jesus' blessing right now. Lord Jesus, I confess that so often I'm filled with doubts Doubts about your word, about your promises. Doubts about how you're at work in the world around me. Jesus, I need you. I need your Holy Spirit to lead me in faith, to trust you, to trust that your promises are for me and that you truly are coming back for your church, for your bride, 
for your people. Jesus, today, I ask that you would wash us clean, make us new once again, and prepare us for that glorious, wonderful day, the day when we see you face to face. We pray this in your precious name. Amen. We're going to take a few minutes now and go and and sing another song um, about exalting Jesus, our risen and ascended Savior. is exalted and he's at the father's right hand interceding speaking to the father on our behalf with our prayers says that about Jesus talks about that as the Holy Spirit as well and so let's go to our Lord 
in prayer. Lord God, we thank you for the ascension of Jesus, that after his birth and life and death, his, his burial and his resurrection, Jesus, thank you that you have ascended to the Father's right hand, that you've opened heaven for us, that you have made it possible for us to offer our prayers. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for, for um, how you are at work in our world, even when we don't see it. Lord, we thank you for the way you are at work settling out this whole uh, COVID situation. Thank you, Lord. We pray again that you be with healthcare workers, those whose lives are, um, are threatened by this disease. And we pray for that around the world, that we may have it even so good in Canada, but other places, things are stretched to the max and people are um, really troubled. Lord, we pray for those who are serving you around the world as pastors, as evangelists, as missionaries, as care workers bringing health and healing to the world. Lord Jesus, thank you that your spirit fills each of those women and men as they share the witness they have to the glory of God and the working of the Savior. Father, we pray for those in government around us. We pray for our Prime Minister, for all those in Ottawa. We pray for those in uh, right here in, in Edmonton, in, in our province's capital. And we, Lord, we pray for every, every leader across our country, that, Lord, they would no longer be gripped by fear, fear that things would get even more out of control than they are now. But, Lord, we pray that they would be gripped by your grace, that they would come face to face with you, Lord, and that their hearts would be turned to trust you and trust in a God who will take over the situation and bring about um, a joyful end to it all. And Lord Jesus, we come to you um, for those that we name in our hearts, in this quiet moment, those people that, uh, that are near and dear to us who have special concerns. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're at work in each of those lives too. And Lord, we thank you that one day you are coming back to take us home. And whether it be through, um, through death or whether it be in the clouds, that we see you coming in the clouds in majesty and great glory, Lord, whatever it may be, whenever it may be, we pray that you would work in our lives, that we be ready, that by your spirit, by your word, we would be trusting in you and uh, placing our lives in your hands, that your will would be done and to your holy name, to the glory of your holy name. And so together we pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the communion and fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In Jesus' name, amen. Our sending song is the lion and the lamb. Pray.
and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. We'll let you know what's going on uh, as far as maybe meeting in a park or something uh, next Sunday on Pentecost Sunday, maybe even briefly, but we'll be letting you know. Enjoy your week. God go with you. Amen.